Now it's time for Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf, the number one relationship advice radio show in the U.S. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Ask Dr. Love. I'm so happy to be with you again this week. You know, since there's so much loss and grief in the world, now more than ever, I've decided to focus for a while on introducing you to my new transdimensional grief resolution method that enables you to reconnect and even heal unfinished business with those in spirit. I developed the transdimensional grief resolution method as a result of my own grief journey in which my beloved husband, Emile Jean Pin, he was my husband for almost 30 years, was ripped from me by a fatal bee sting while we were on the beach on vacation in Italy. Jean's manifestations, often in front of witnesses, proved to me we don't die. We just leave our bodies, which also showed me that our relationships need not and should not end with the bodily departure of our loved ones. Because I know that most people have unfinished business with those in spirit, the transdimensional grief resolution method brings my conflict resolution method to the world of what they call after-death communication. And the result is an unprecedented new method that offers you the first vehicle for reconnecting and making peace with the deceased. And then once you make peace and you heal whatever unfinished business remains, then your loved ones in spirit can go on to be your guides, to help you fulfill your destiny, help you heal in mind, body, spirit, and emotion. It's a really amazing journey once you begin the reconnection. I published my memoir and introduced the transdimensional grief resolution method in my second Hay House book, Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased. And that book became a number one international bestseller. And for nearly three years, I hosted the Love Never Dies show on the Hay House Radio Network. And I always started each show by bringing examples of Jean's latest over-the-top manifestations. And I always reminded my Hay House audience, remember these manifestations aren't just for me. They're meant for you too. Because Jean said right after he left his body, Jamie, let our love shine like a torch that lights the path for others. So this means Jean's manifestations are meant to let you know that your loved ones are here with you too. They're just waiting for you to open the door of your heart and let them back in. And you know, one of my Facebook fans posted, oh, I always love tuning into the show to hear Jean's, she said, to hear the latest Jean-ifestations. She made up that term. So here we go with the latest Jean-ifestations, just to inspire you, to remind you, to awaken your eyes to the reality of what's all around you with your loved ones in spirit. My birthday was the day before yesterday, and Jean always hounds my coach, my certified transdimensional grief resolution method coach, Candy, to send me birthday flowers. And this year, she said that she started receiving email reminders. They were blowing up her inbox starting a month in advance. She actually sent me a screenshot. And the screenshot subject lines say, time to send Jamie a reminder of my love. I mean, just over and over. So, Finally, because my birthday week was here, she logged into 1-800-Flowers, and on her first attempt, she found a gorgeous bouquet that read, available in my zip code. 
and it was very summery with peach roses and carnations. She thought it was lovely. She put it into the cart and she came back the next day and it said unavailable. Now, how is that possible? It goes from available to unavailable. So then she tried another arrangement, a similar arrangement, and she went to pay for it on PayPal and PayPal would not function for her. Now, I should say that she kept feeling Jean arguing with her. For her first choice, he said, no, don't send it. I don't like it. For her second choice, he said, don't send it. I don't like it. So he managed to interfere with the functionality so that she couldn't send it. Then she tried a third attempt, a bouquet called a doggable. And she tried to purchase that one. Suddenly, it became unavailable in my zip code, even though the day before it was available in my zip code. So finally, Candy said, I gave in. And I said, this is what she wrote, a quote, well, I have or we have sent this bouquet before, but I know she will still love it. And this is what Jean was saying to her. We've sent it before. I know she will love it. And bingo, the order went right through. And Jean was really letting her know he wanted me to have roses. He wouldn't compromise, except he gave in a little bit on the color she chose. So she often has these experiences with Jean where he leads her right to what she must do. It's really amazing. Then here's one other really very cool thing. Um, I went to a park called Flamingo Park in Fort Lauderdale. It's an animal rescue and a sanctuary and garden. And I went to visit the aviary and I approached a cage and began speaking to two birds. And I asked them if I could kiss them. And suddenly they started fighting with each other, pecking and shouting at each other. Now I videotaped this. I had thought that maybe I could share the video with you today, but what I'll do is I'll just post it on my social media at Ask Dr. Love so you can see it. So they were shouting and biting, and it seemed that they were fighting over who was going to get a kiss first. So finally, I said to them, guys, guys, stop fighting. I'm going to kiss both of you. And I leaned in, and you could see this on the film. I kissed one, then I kissed the other. And as soon as they each got a kiss, they stopped fighting. And you can see in the video that I'll post that they're sitting next to each other looking very happy. So what did that experience with the birds mean? What was Jean trying to tell me? What was the message? That we don't need to fight and compete with each other. There's enough love to go around. That's what I believe the message is. So this last story is a good segue into the topic of today's show, how to decipher the meaning of the spirit signs you receive. But loved ones in spirit are constantly sending us signs in an attempt to communicate with us. But often these signs are like Greek to us. So today I want to offer you pointers on how to correctly interpret the signs you're receiving. And of course, I always look forward to hearing from you with comments at AskDrLove.com, feedback about the show, questions you'd like me to answer, which uh, we will be doing later in the show. I'll be getting to some of your questions. So it's really important that you decipher the signs correctly because the signs help you engage in a meaningful dialogue with your loved one in spirit. Remember also that when you're trying to decipher the meaning of signs, 
bear in mind that the signs spirits bring you are very subtle. They often remain anonymous, which makes it very easy to overlook the signs and also can make it more difficult to interpret them and dismiss the signs or, you know, just misinterpret them altogether. You know, I'll never forget a conversation that I had with Espy. She's also one of my certified transdimensional grief resolution method coaches. And she was telling me that I always dismiss signs from spirit. And then she said, I want to tell you a story about something that happened to me in 2006. Well, as soon as I heard 2006, my ears pricked up because I knew the story must be connected to Jean since he left his body in 06. So Espy said she was standing alone in a New York City stub subway station when a man started walking toward her. Now, she said that at first she was afraid to be approached by a man, thought, and she thought, is he homeless? Is he going to accost me? But then as the man came closer, she saw he was impeccably dressed. She said he was wearing a very lightweight paper bag colored raincoat. And Jean was wearing that exact raincoat on the night that he left his body in 2006. She smiled. She said he smiled the most angelic smile. And he sent her a message energetically, God loves you as much as he loves me. And then she said this man dissolved into the wall. She never told anyone about that incident until the moment she shared it with me. Now, I was so blown away by the story because I realized that Jean had nudged her to tell me the story now so that she would realize that he had reached out to her back in 06, knowing that 10 years later, her husband would be out of his body and knowing he was going to have to help her connect to me so that I would help her connect to her husband. And that's exactly what happened. But remember now, Jean came to her. There's no time. It's mind bending. He came to her more than a decade before her husband left his body, more than a decade before she found her way to me. And it was now a decade after this event happened in the subway station that she was praying to her husband in spirit to please help her connect with him. At that moment, her eyes were pulled to a newspaper article about me and love never dies. And then Espy realized, wait a minute, I just bought this book. It's sitting on my Kindle reader. That was a synchronicity. And so she knew she had to reach out to me. And within a very short while, she was training to be one of my coaches. So when she was in my office and she told me this story, I jumped up went to the coat closet and took out the raincoat that Jean was wearing that night. And I said, was this the coat he was wearing? She said, it was. Then I went to the photo album and I said, is this the man who approached you in the, the, met, the um, subway station? She said, it was. So mind bending. So remember, because spirits are pure energy, they are able to come through to you in ways that defy the laws of time, space, the laws of the material world. They'll do whatever they need to do to sprinkle a trail of spiritual breadcrumb to let you know that they're not only watching over you, 
but they're also yearning to remind you that they are standing ready to do whatever they need to do to support you as you travel down this bumpy road we call life. And they're here to assist you in completing your spiritual growth so you can fulfill your divine purpose on earth in preparation for your next life in spirit. And of course, they're here to help you resolve the unfinished business you have with them. And their own spiritual growth and evolution requires them to make peace with you and do whatever they can to make right what they did wrong when they were in a body. Now, how can you properly decipher the signs you're receiving? So first you wanna consider the context in which you receive a sign. So for example, pay attention and you'll notice that the signs you receive are often linked to what you have asked for. So for example, Espy asked her husband for a sign that he was present with her and uh, she felt like a slap upside the head her eyes were pulled to a newspaper article, you know, that led her to realize, oh, this is how I'm going to reconnect with my husband. Here's another example. On the night before my first birthday following Jean's bodily departure, I looked longingly at a bed of lilies outside of a restaurant and thought, I'll never receive flowers from you again, and I would have loved a bouquet of lilies from you. And the next day, my doorbell rang, and a florist was delivering a bouquet of lilies for my birthday, sent to me by my acupuncturist, Therese. So she told me after the fact that she received an energetic message to send Jamie lilies. So there are many people out there in your circle who are what I call open vessels, the young, the old, the physically sick, the emotionally uh, distressed, those who are uh, mentally challenged. All these people have been broken open and are more able to serve as open vessels to receive messages from your loved ones in spirit. So be open to the myriad ways in which spirit offers you similar signs. And remember, coincidence is spirit's way of remaining anonymous. There is no such thing as coincidence. Now, sometimes a sign will come in in the form of a feeling. The feeling induced in you is going to help you identify which spirit is speaking to you and also the message that's being sent. So I did a phone session with a woman who couldn't stop crying over her mother who had left her body two years prior. I put her in a trance and in seconds, we were both giggling like idiots. And mom identified herself by making us laugh as I discovered something she did all the time when she lived in a body. So having us laugh was also her message that she wanted her daughter to stop crying and start connecting and enjoying their relationship again. Okay, let me give you another example. This was around Columbus Day. I was driving and I felt a tidal wave of love. And I heard y'all telling me Columbus Day was the day that we moved into our last house. And he was giving me a young lover's newlywed feeling and suddenly I looked at my car dashboard and I saw that my cruise control had turned on by itself. Now you have to know the cruise control in my Porsche never works. The mechanics always tell me there's nothing wrong with it, but the button just doesn't turn the cruise control on. But Jean turns it on 
to let me know he's present. He does it each time I take a trip in the Porsche to remind me he's with me on the trip. So this example I'm giving you is a really good example of how our feelings can be the first tool to help us decipher a sign. I felt the tidal wave of love and then the cruise control came on. The meaning behind the cruise control going on is clear to me because it's a sign I've received many times. So noticing when the sign first appears helps you to understand its meaning. And then the repetition of the sign drives the meaning and the message that John's sending me home, no pun intended. So sometimes we, we also receive signs through what are called symbolic communications. To help you decipher the meaning of the symbolic communication, notice that you're also going to receive a message through thought induction or mind melding just prior to receiving the sign. When thought induction or mind melding happens, it's like a thought pops into your head out of nowhere. It's not your own thought. It just pops in because spirit is literally implanting the thought in your mind. For example, this past Easter, Jean told me he was sending me a little gift. And I looked down and I saw a dime was wedged between the floorboards. And I dug the coin out and it was minted the year of our marriage. Now, here's another tool to help you decipher the meaning of a sign you're receiving. Look for clues that link the sign to a particular loved one in spirit. So, for example, when I gave my first public talk about my reconnection story and love never dies as i was leaving the building after my speech in the company of the pastor who had arranged the event we got lost and ended up in a dead-end corridor i mentioned this example last time at the end of the corridor i noticed a poster for an old art exhibit at vassar college now i was a vassar alumna jean had been a professor at vassar so there was the vassar synchronicity but then the etching that was at the end of this dead end corridor corridor was called les trois arbres and it was written in french the three trees and believe it or not this is incredible jean's family coat of arms was called les trois arbres the three trees and on the back of the family forks and spoons you'll see three trees are etched and as i walk to my car a butterfly fluttered beside me and butterflies are often used by your loved ones to signify their presence another way to help you decipher the meaning of a sign is to pay is to pay attention and notice how a sign is connected to a particular loved one so for example a year ago i felt nudged to buy a dragonfly pattern shirt for a friend of mine, the famous afterlife researcher, Roberta Grimes. And when I gave it to her, she said, you know that Mikey, my spirit guide, always signals his presence using dragonflies? Well, I didn't know this, but clearly Michael led me to choose that gift for her. And notice also the special words or figures of speech that you hear or that an open vessel shares with you. Your loved ones will use figures of speech to validate their presence, which helps you to decipher the meaning of their, their sign. I'll never forget the day I attended a James Van Prague workshop at Omega. Love Never Dies hadn't been published yet. And there was a widower in the audience and Van Prague said that the widower's wife kept talking about their son. And the man kept insisting we didn't have a son. And finally Van Prague gave up. 
Now, I'm told that mediums are trained to just pass along the messages that come, but not interpret the messages. But I was able to interpret the message because I'm also a therapist. And I noticed that spirits bring me emotionally laden signs and communications because they know that I'm going to be able to use their signs and messages to help heal the relationship. So during lunch, I approached the widower and I told him that his wife's message about their son referred to him. And she said that he was her son now and she was rebirthing and healing him. The widower burst into tears and he said that his wife had promised to do this for him from the spirit realm. So that's a really great example about how Love Never Dies Transdimensional Grief Resolution Method differs from traditional mediumship because I help you become skilled at deciphering the signs and then I help you use them for the betterment of your relationship. Now, on a related note, one of my coaches named Paula did a session with a woman who was grieving and Paula kept seeing military symbols and guns. And she thought that the person in spirit was trying to say that he had served in the military. And I realized that he was using these images to get Paula to help her client to end the war that existed between her client and her loved one in spirit. So that last example really elucidates a key point when it comes to deciphering the meaning of signs. Ask yourself if the sign is helping you decipher the identity of the spirit. Once you have the identity clear, then look at the sign in the context of your relationship. What wasn't perfect? What needs fixing? And you're off to the races. All right, let's take a, bra a break. We'll be back in a moment. Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love broadcasts in five of the top 10 US radio markets reaching 40 million listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group for a surprisingly reasonable rate. Everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other radio relationship advice show presented anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDrLove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at AskDrLove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business? Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out, while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay for college, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. A cash out refinance is the perfect solution to get the cash you need. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or even $100,000, now's the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to sell your home or use your savings. Call New American Funding now and speak to a cash-out refi specialist and see how much cash-out you can get. Call New American Funding at 855-403-7120. That's 855-403-7120. Call 855-403-7120. Four zero three seven one two zero. 
You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Hello again, and welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. This is the time in the show where I begin to answer your questions. By the way, I want to say hi to Jerry. Jerry, it's so nice to see you in the studio. You're such a loyal studio <laughs> attendee. And um, I see Elaine uh, is here. And Elaine, I'm going to read your question right now. Then I'm going to um, share my answer. And then my engineer, Bob, will let you come on air to uh, speak to me about my answer and uh, obtain any clarification you want. Okay. So here's Elaine's question. Elaine Flores. Um, my boyfriend went on a bachelor's trip and apparently some girl put her number in his phone. These guys he went with are decent guys and some have families. I have known them for five plus years. My boyfriend is very trustworthy, but when he came back and added her on IG, I started questioning the situation and apparently she gave him her number. He mentioned the girls were nomads and not the hooking up type. Apparently, they just talked about places they traveled to. Either way, he knew how bad it looked and thought I would even break up with him for a second. He's super introverted, so this threw me off, and I haven't been able to shake it off. Okay, so Elaine, here's um, my question for you. So do you know why you were thrown and why you can't shake the incident off? Because there's a disconnect here between that and you're saying your boyfriend is very trustworthy. And... I also noted that he told you up front that the girl gave him her number and he concealed nothing from you. And this reminds me, Elaine, of a time when my husband went shopping for groceries. He was alone. And when he came home, he told me that a woman came on to him in one of the aisles and she started complimenting his tie and telling him how well the color matched his sport jacket. He told me that he said to her, well, thank you. My wife has a great eye for color and she puts my outfits together for me. So. Why did my husband tell me what happened? It was an affirmation of his love and his devotion to me. He was letting me know how committed he is to me. So I had the same reaction when your boyfriend told you the story. It's, um, it's because he was telling you, see, I'm not hiding anything. It's all above board. Now, it's said, Elaine, that when we have a disproportionately strong reaction to an event and we can't seem to shake off the feelings and they last for more than 24 hours, that's the clue that a childhood wound, what I call an old scar, has been awakened. So what we need to do is dig into your memory bank and see what we can come up with. Did one of your parents cheat on the other? Did a parent betray you? Something got triggered that needs to be uncovered and healed. When you uncover the old scar, you'll be able to understand more about why you reacted as you did to him. 
But then you don't want to stop there. You want to do some work on yourself yourself to resolve the feelings associated with the original old scars, the earlier wounds. Now, the, my book, Kiss Your Fights Goodbye, is a very helpful primer for how you can use your relationship as the agent to heal the old scars that we all carry from childhood and that we bring into our adult relationships. And ultimately, it's these old scars that erode our adult relationships. In the book, I explain exactly how you can talk about the original incident that needs healing or incidents. And the key is you want to let your partner know what the current event reminded you of. This operation helps your partner understand that your reaction isn't all about him or her. And that helps your partner switch from being enemy to ally so that he or she feels like, I want to listen. I want to understand your original wound. I want to help you work through the pain. So the way you would introduce this kind of conversation would be to say something like, you know, I did some soul searching and I realized that my dad cheated on my mom. This is just an example. And I see it how that taught me that you can't trust a loved one to be faithful. And I realized that I overreacted to that girl giving her a number and you're adding her on IG because of my injury. And I see that I have been programmed to expect a loved one to not be faithful. So I just wanted you to know this so that you realize why I reacted the way I did. And um, I know now that you're telling me what happened was your way of letting me know that you're faithful and not keeping secrets, you see. So let's do some uh, troubleshooting together right now and uh, talk about what might have been activated for you. So can, Bob, can we um, unmute Elaine and let her talk to me a bit? Bob, I need your help. Hey, Jamie, bringing her in right now. Thank you. I love your photograph. You're beautiful too. I know we're going to get through this. So you know what I'm thinking we'll do? What if we take a break just a couple minutes early and then perhaps during the break, Bob, would that be too uh, much of a hassle for you to try to see if we can help her troubleshoot and unmute herself even while you're running the, uh, the breaks? No, I don't think so. I think that's fine. Okay. Well, then let's do that. Um, we're going to take a break, Elaine. Bob's going to try to help you unmute. And when we come back, I, my fingers are crossed. I'll be able to talk to you. Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love broadcasts in five of the top 10 US radio markets reaching 40 million listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group for a surprisingly reasonable rate. Everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other radio relationship advice show presented anywhere else in the USA by advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDrLove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at AskDrLove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business?
You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and I think... I think we've solved Elaine's issue, right, Elaine? Your audio's working now? Elaine's coming in and she's still at the stage uh, where it's waiting to uh, where it's waiting to engage. We had her jump out and come back in. Yeah. All right. So and Jerry, I just um Jerry, I wanted you can you unmute too or no? Yes. Yes, I'm unmuted at the moment. Hi, Jerry. I just wanted yes. to say a quick hello to you. It's so nice to uh, hear your voice. Oh, thank you. I'm with three people and we're wondering on the issue of grieving receptivity, how you get away from the strangeness of that experience into kind of welcoming it and normalizing it. We were just discussing it for the last three minutes. Oh, how interesting. So the, for me, um, when I, I think about what Jean said, regarding what makes you think the realm where you are isn't the illusion and the realm where I am isn't the reality. And when you really embrace the truth of that, you realize that this entire world is one giant illusion. It's one holograph. You know, it's so I, the way I look at it is everything is all all fine and all cool and i normalize everything and don't i don't pass judgment on a single thing you know when you read love never dies you see the crazy things that happen and the things that move and jump so i just consider everything expressions of love and i i kind of embrace them all i don't know if that answers you jerry if that helps yeah that's very helpful thank you good wonderful okay so now we can get to elaine Come on, come on in. You're the next contestant on the shrink is right now. <laughs> come on. In. Can you hear me? I hear you. Oh, okay, I had to dial in. I'm so sorry about that. No problem, um, but I hear you perfectly. So you heard okay. my initial response to your question and my suspicion that something happened to you that really breached your trust during your younger. Yeah. Does that ring true to yeah. you? I, I would say, um, so, but just to like backtrack a little bit, I would say, um, well, I wanted to clarify that, uh, I guess, um, the details of it, he didn't specifically outright tell me. So his whole thing is that he had no idea the phone number was in there. And the only reason I, uh, got even questioned that part was because I saw that he added her on Instagram, which to a normal person, maybe that wouldn't matter, but because of my past, I think it mattered to me. So 
at that point is when I asked if, oh, I just asked, did she give you her number two? And he, he showed me, he's like, wow, I, apparently to him, he completely forgot. He's a super forgetful, forgetful person. I'll say that. But, um, I guess just to clear, uh, clear that up, he didn't outright tell me which I I think would, would have been, but (laughs) I got it. But, and so, but what you said is, to a quote unquote normal person, it wouldn't have meant a thing. So you're aware that you suffered some kind of betrayal that has made it more difficult for you to trust. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it, this is just from past relationships. It's uh, been a constant, uh, constant battle. I mean, and, and, and also um, this little situation happened a year ago. So that tells you, I, I have not been able there to you go. I said, if you hold it for more than 24 hours, it's a sign of um, an old scar from childhood. So are you mm-hmm. aware, Elaine, of the original injury that really caused you to not be able to trust well? Yeah, I think when um, I initially asked him about... No, oh, no, 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 no. No, this is where you get caught. And this is how couples get into trouble. And it's, I know it seems counterintuitive, okay? But I'm talking about the original event from when you were young. That's what I'm talking about. Because we all suffer an injury or multiple injuries in our deformative years. And then those injuries leave us vulnerable to events that are happening in the present those events rip the scab off of the original scar. So I was asking you if you're aware of the original wound from when you were young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, all I was uh, going to mention is when this happened, I did mention to him, hey, I've been cheated on in the past pretty badly, you know, for I think an entire year. Um, so, Yes, I'm aware of, I think. Okay, so Elaine, what I'm telling you is that horrible event of being cheated on in and of itself is a symptom of an earlier injury. Because when we've been cheated on or betrayed as children, the unconscious causes us to choose a cheater for a partner. I know it sounds crazy. Why would we do it? Why would we be gluttons for punishment? But the fact is the unconscious only knows one way to heal, and that is to just keep replaying the injury we suffered when we were children, hoping that this time around we'll heal the original injury. So who betrayed you when you were young, very young? Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say anybody when I was young and my parents were married for. I have been married for a really long time. I don't, I don't know of anything that occurred between them as far as it that. Isn't, it uh, isn't necessarily like that. It it could be that there was betrayal of another kind. There was abandonment to either one of them. One of them was abandoned or you were abandoned. You're aware of nothing that happened to you in your very, very early deformative years. The, you know. Okay, so. So you're not referring to a past relationship. You're referring to a much earlier than that. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I would just probably, the only thing I can really think of is just being uh, probably <laughs> ignored a lot um, in a okay. big family. Okay. So know. did you notice how you started to laugh as you said it? Okay. 
that's a that's a big clue, Elaine, because when we laugh about something that's as painful as that, it's because we've buried the feelings and we're trying to push them down and laugh them off. Now, I know it might seem trivial, but this is the source of everything for you. When you're ignored, it does a lot of damage to you. It makes you feel unworthy of love. It makes you feel unworthy of undivided attention. And the injury leads you to choose somebody who doesn't make you feel precious and who cheats on you. And then the can gets kicked down the road. Now you're worried that this guy you're with is going to cheat on you. This incident with the Instagram and the phone number was a year ago. So my darling girl, what we need to do is we need to go back to the original injury. And we have to heal that. Not laugh it off. Really allow you to grieve about it and allow the little girl inside you who has never really felt worthy of love and fidelity, we have to help her to heal. That's your work. And I promise you, as that original wound is healed, you'll be able to let go of the Instagram event that happened a year ago. I promise you. I promise. Thank you. So I guess not worry about the actual situation. That because it's, it's nothing. It's a nothing burger. All it is, it's, it's a wonderful, if you want, wake-up call for you to let you know what really needs to be healed. This is what happens for us. Read Kiss Your Fights Goodbye. You'll see more. The, the triggers in our adult relationships are really a wake-up call for you to look at what injury is the original injury that needs healing. It's kind of giving you Morse code to focus on where the hurt is, the original hurt. And then as you heal it, you'll just, you won't even think about or worry about his being unfaithful. So that's the work. Kiss Your Fights Goodbye would help you, um, help you do the work with him. And if you need further help, just reach out to me and ask Dr. Love. Okay. Thank you so much, Doctor. Thank you're, you. You're welcome, my darling. You know, I see Teresa here in the studio. Teresa, I'm so glad that you came back this week. Bob, can you um, unmute Teresa, please? The reason I, I'm glad to see you is because last week when I was answering questions and the show was coming to an end, I saw that you chatted to me and I was so sorry that I wasn't able to see your chat and respond to your chat uh, last week. And what you said in the chat was, I think you said something like, Dr. Jamie, you really helped me overcome my grief. And you so I want, I want to hear more. Tell me more, Teresa. Well, I, um, I, I hope you can recall when we had our meeting together, I was quite emotional because um, I had lost my husband and yes. you were so comforting. And you talked to me all the way through my grief. And you actually talked to me, my, my husband's name was John, and uh, talked to me about uh, when we started talking, the cardinals were chirping in the background. I hope you can remember that. I remember I, that. The, our loved ones in spirit often choose cardinals. It's just a magical thing. I have a patient who was grieving her cat last week and a cardinal landed right next to me on the couch. So, and yes, I do remember you and the cardinal. And, Go on. And you said a, a sentence that my husband would have always said to me. I, I had goosebumps because- What was the sentence? Remind remember me. Remember he said, Teresa thinks she's in charge of world hunger. Uh, 
And because I'm always making too much food for everybody at dinners. But I, I remember, I didn't tell you this when I first had the reading and I will be very quick because you're on live, but this is the honest truth. Before I connected with you, I asked John, I said, please say something so I know it's you. I did. And when I swear I did. And then when you said that, I had, I was just elated and it gave me so much comfort. But I must add, since then, I have walked every single morning. Honestly, you cannot believe it. Cardinals chirping so loud, I can find them. And I have taken pictures and videos of cardinals that have walked with me on my walk. So yes. thank you, thank you, thank you. You got me through the hardest times of my life oh. and I'm forever grateful. Oh, you're so lovely. And you know, it's so nice to hear from you, Teresa, because so often when I, you know, I know we have a grief relief session and I know it was very profound and I help you reconnect. And then maybe people are so much in the deep end now of their own reconnection, like walking with him. And I always advise people to walk with their loved ones. And then I might not hear from them again. And so I often wonder, so you brought me a very, very beautiful birthday gift. Oh, thank you. Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> thank you. And you know, it's, um, it's so true that um, I've had other people say to me, Teresa, they've said, right before we had the grief relief session, I said to my husband or my wife or my animal, please um, have her say this. And if she says this, I, I will believe that the spirit lives on and that you're with me. And um, I had a, a patient in one of my groups that um, her doggy left his body the night before i didn't even know the dog never saw the dog and when the when we when she came into group the next night and she said that this happened i said oh my goodness your dog is with us and the dog is standing on tippy toe and wearing a tutu like a ballerina and she slapped her thigh and she said i told my dog before group if she gets the tutu and the dancing on point I'll believe you're still with me. Oh, that's wonderful. That's, that's so wonderful. Yes, and it happens all the time. And you know, the thing is, the only way we can heal our grief is to accept the truth that the things that we see in the material world are only a very small part of our world. And the dark matter that's all around us, the 95% of the universe that's comprised of dark matter or dark energy because it doesn't reflect light is where our loved ones are. They're just right with us in the dark matter. So the sooner we accept the reality, not to be so materialistic and to realize that there's a whole world all around us of our loved ones surrounding us and that it's time to reconnect. And, you know, tune into the show in the weeks to come because I'm going to focus more on how you can actually have a direct dialogue, not just wait for that. signs because the signs are lovely, but they're only just static signs. We can talk back and forth. Like I'll say to Jean, listen, Jean, if you agree with me, have that bird open his beak once for yes. And then the bird that's standing next to me will open his beak once. So that's like using an open vessel, using a sign, to engage in a back and forth conversation. And then we're able to strip away all those earthly props and just talk back and forth. I am so, looking forward to that. I'll be here. <laughs> wonderful. I'm so glad that I connected with you again. And um, I, I am also. Thank you for helping so many people. Oh, you're a doll. Thank you again. So let me um, 
I think I have to take a break. I think I talked through a break, so I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> See you in a second. Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. With your insurance, you may qualify to get a new CGM right now at little or no cost to you. By wearing a small remote device, you can immediately reduce the painful finger sticks. They're accurate, easy to use, and help you make better diabetes treatment decisions. If you take insulin three or more times a day or use an insulin pump, I want you to call right now and take advantage of our free shipping offer. Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love broadcasts in five of the top 10 U.S. radio markets reaching 40 million listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group for a surprisingly reasonable rate. Everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other radio relationship advice show presented anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDrLove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at AskDrLove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business? Has your heater busted, computer crashed, appliance broken? Then you need ARW Home. Life's been pretty worry-free since I got covered with ARW Home. Don't waste thousands of dollars on air conditioning, appliance repair, and replacements. Save that money with ARW Home. Protection plans that cover household appliances, systems, and electronics. My air conditioning broke on a Sunday. I called ARW, and they came out and fixed it right away. Get your free quote today. Call or go to ARWHome.com now. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Hello again, and welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm answering another question now, and here it goes. I've had quite a traumatic year in that my father died just one year ago. I've managed to cope by revolving my life around my mother, who is particularly grief-stricken. I've blocked out how I feel so much so that I seem to have created a very hard shell, which closes off anyone who gets close to me. For the past four months, I've been seeing a wonderful guy, but having made him feel rejected, he couldn't take any more and has split up with me. He said I never needed him, and he felt as though I had used him as a dalliance and that I never really had time for him. The sad truth is that I fell in love with him along the way, but never realized how much I truly cared for him until he broke up with me. In fact, this breakup has made me realize with the support of friends how closed off I had been to everyone. 
I felt so overwhelmed by my mother's grief that I never really took care of my wants and needs. After he broke up with me, I sent a letter explaining how I truly feel. Then I phoned him to tell him how I really do care, but I just had great difficulty opening up to someone and becoming vulnerable. He doesn't seem to believe me and thinks I'm only saying those things because he's finished with me and seems very hurt and resentful. But how do I get through to him without pressuring him? I tried a week after the split to meet up with him, but it never happened. I guess he just wasn't ready. It's only been three weeks, but feels an eternity to me. He's someone important to me as I see a future with him. I've never met anyone like him. How do I get through to him that I do truly care about him and want him to give me a second chance? Please help. I've had time to really think and put things into perspective. I've supported my mother so much that I've blocked off those who truly care about, about me, and I will really really um, need help. I want to be happy. How can I make this uh, sincere and caring guy put away his hurt and resentment and see the real me who wants to give so much back to him? Thank you for any support you can give. Okay, this is a very sad situation. And I see why you're in a bind because you took care of your mother. And while you were taking care of her, your boyfriend felt neglected. And his hurt has really turned into anger and he's turned his heart into stone. Now, at this point, all you can do is tell him that you completely understand his hurt and his anger over your being so detached. And because of your track record, you want to tell him that you're not going to ask him to let his guard down or trust you. Now, this is very important. Um, when somebody doesn't trust, we don't try to batter down through their batter through their defenses. We join the defenses. We say, you have every reason not to trust me. My own psychological armor has hurt you. And I would also observe to him that he's now in the place that you were in. Because human beings, when we're very hurt, we tend to put up an insulation barrier, like a psychological anesthesia, kind of the way animals play dead. And so he's doing to you now what you did in order to get through the, your own grief and focus on your mom. So you could explain to him that you want him to keep his guard up until and unless you have proven yourself to him over time. You might point out um, that you've learned that your mother manipulated you into taking care of her and that you didn't even realize that you were putting her ahead of yourself and by consequence ahead of him. And so I would encourage him to not interpret your actions also as directed against him or to interpret your behavior as a sign that you never cared. Try to help him see that your behavior, it was an involuntary, unconscious defense mechanism that you hope that he will in time come to see was not directed at him personally. Try to help him see that um, there is another way to look at your own defensive armoring. And... Um, Tell him that you're aware of your own problem. Tell him that you're aware that you have this defensive armor and that you're going to get help to learn how to access your feelings rather than numb them out. And you also might want to tell him that you realize that you were too terrified to admit yourself how much you to yourself how much you love him and that you were terrified to allow yourself to be that vulnerable and admit it because what if you lost him too? And you could tell him that in a sort of sick sort of way, your detachment indicated how much you care, but were terrified to admit to yourself for fear of loving and losing again. 
And now that also we know that we don't lose, we just reconnect to our loved ones in spirit. You don't need to wall yourself off from loving him with all your heart. So what you would do is if he gives you a chance, just open your heart to him completely. Don't expect him to let his guard down and just keep on loving him until his defensive armor starts to shake loose and starts to soften. You have hope here and I want to hear how it goes. All right. I really enjoyed the show today. What I love best about the show was being able to connect with everyone who's live in the audience. So bring your friends, bring your friends who are grieving, bring anyone to our studio. And we're soon going to have a really fancy studio like the top TV station studios. Thanks to my brilliant engineer, Bob. He's going to figure it all out. So that's all I have for you this week. I'm going to see you next time on Ask Dr. Love. Take care for now. You've been listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Sign up for Dr. Jamie's newsletter at askdrlove.com and receive her meditation audio that will guide you to open your heart and chill out during these stressful times. Thank you.